All these people want to be successful traders, yet almost none of them want to get off their backside and test their setups or their systems, which we do every single day. Are you kidding me? No wonder you have no confidence. No wonder you have FOMO. No wonder you have impulsiveness. No wonder you have indecision. Because other people are not testing their setups. We 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 basically uh, validate our setup on a daily basis by doing the back tests. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. On today's episode, we're going to stop talking about how to trade and show you exactly how we do trade inside the 10-minute trading room. So be sure to stay to the end so I can show you exactly how to get that $5,488 worth of trading education for free. Let's get into it. I'm going to show you every single trade that we put on over the last couple of weeks and how we traded them. And hopefully you'll find a ton of value with this. So here's everything we've traded inside the 10-minute trading room. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on ShareVision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at ShareVision.com. Just head to ShareVision.com to learn more and type in 10-Minute Stock Trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at ShareVision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Good afternoon, traders. Happy July 6th, 2022, year of our Lord. How are y'all doing today? If you're here, let me know, because I don't know if you're here unless you say hi, like our friend Nima did. Hey, everyone. Nima, glad to see you, my friend. Um, I got to tell you, this market is, uh, let me share the screen here. Share screen. It's a frustrating place to be. Victor and I had a nice long call today. Um, and Victor, glad to see you, my friend. Maria, glad you made it. Brian. Doing well. Very cool, dude. Yeah, this market's super frustrating. And Victor and I had a long conversation about this today. And I I wanted to chat with you guys about it too. So one of Victor's things that, that he was bringing up is he's like, hey, man, um, like what's going on? You know, clearly I get it. Having a losing streak sucks. This is my money too. And he's like, I think the strategy is not capturing trends early enough or I think the strategy is capturing things too late. And granted, I don't disagree with you, Victor. The real thing that's happening, though, is that the trends, when we are capturing them, aren't running very long afterward. That's what I'm seeing. That's what you're seeing. And it is definitely, definitely frustrating. Um, but also, a couple things trading psychology-wise to keep in mind. When you look at your wins and losses, they will be randomly distributed throughout the year. You may have an entire month of only wins. Everything you touch turns to gold. And it is the greatest experience you've ever had. And a lot of people got really used to that over the last two years or so. But then you get in another period where 
it seems like nothing's working. It seems like nothing you trade is going your way. And Victor was feeling that and he wanted to, to talk to me about it. And I get it, dude. But keep in mind, the gains will come at some point. We have no idea when that is. And that's when uh, somebody who was going to work with me one-on-one, he said, hey, can I, you know, if I don't make my money back in six months, uh, can I get a refund? And the answer is absolutely no possible way. And in fact, we're done here. There's no way I'm going to work with you. Because if you if you have to constrain the market, you will never be successful. If you put your constraints on the market, you cannot be successful. Because no one has any idea when those gains will come. All of my gains in 2021 happened by May. All of Mark's gains, Minervini's gains, all of his gains happened by April. That was it. So I really want to chat with you guys on this and let you know, you know, I'm feeling it as well. I'm feeling frustrated. But I also know that, <coughs> excuse me, it's part of the plan. Not every trade is going to be a winner, without a doubt. But what we can do is position size. Position size is so important. This is the reason why we start with one unit as you guys know. And then once a trade works for us, we stack another two, stack another to three, and stack another to four, and stack a number, another ultimately to five. Because if you're going to lose, mathematically speaking, you should be losing just on the one, the one unit, which makes your, gain, your losses really small. But if your trade works, and you can stack and stack and stack and stack, you will have enormous wins that make up for all the losses combined. So it's really part of the game, really part of the strategy, and really the reason why when we put on trades, it's first with just one unit. And uh, I was describing to Victor, I was like, look, man, imagine if you put on all five units at, at the beginning. And then as the trade's working for you, you start peeling them off, go from five, four, three, two, one. That is a recipe for disaster. That That is mathematically throwing all your losses with your biggest positions and all your gains with your smallest positions. And that's not how it works. You have your losses on your smallest positions. Let those run. Let them turn into the biggest positions and have those gains. So, yeah, Victor, all good, my friend. I know where you're coming from, but I also know we'll make it through this. Tyler, good to see you, my friend. Donna, glad you made it. Ernie, on the beach, living the best life. Hi, eh? <laughs> hey, Bob, good to see you, man. Brian says, it's the chopping market and we have no control over it. Yeah, Brian, exactly. I mean, if you want to look at this chart right here, I know it's tiny, but just zoom out like this and you can see the market has not changed since May 12th. Since May 12th, we've just been sideways the entire time. Now, there's been lots of ups, clearly, and lots of downs, but there hasn't been a trend. And the thing is, too, it's like he was talking about W, Victor was. And Victor, I'm not calling you out. I really appreciate the conversation. And, and I've purposely got the zoomed out a little bit. If you look at W, there have been up and down waves, and we want to catch those waves. Absolutely. 
But if you zoom out a little bit more, you'll see that the trend is mega down. But if you look at this, it's basically chopped for the last month and a half, maybe more. Let me go back a little bit. Since May 10th, W has gone sideways. The overall trend is down, but the market action during that downtrend has been choppy and frustrating. So yeah, I definitely want a trending market. Let's put it that way. And honestly, I would like a bullish trending market. I really would. Um, it's better for everybody. And it certainly makes a lot more people excited about the market. A lot more liquidity comes to town, a lot more participants, a lot of, uh, Mark puts it this way. Like whenever stocks are reaching all time highs, everybody who owns the stock is happy. And that's a better market to be in than everybody who owns the stock is sad. <laughs> Brian says we have no, we can only follow the patterns it gives us for sure. Ernie says, just a game we play. Hey, Yorn, good to see you. KC Victor, how you doing, my friend? Yorn, don't trade on vacation, my friend. Don't do it. Victor says, all good. Very helpful to air out the ideas and great conversation. All good, my friend. All right, let's get right into the market analysis. As you guys know, as I was mentioning yesterday, I think book number two is going to be on trading psychology. And uh, when we have days like this, conversations like this, I can say, okay, turn to page uh, 47. <laughs> Welcome to the 10-minute trading room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how we take the guesswork out of trading. Now with this 10 minutes to freedom strategy, always starts with the market. And the market, as choppy as it is, is still in a downtrend. We see the 10-day is under the 20-day with price under the 50-day. However, we do see uh, price up to the 20-day at this point. Like I said yesterday, cautiously bullish, temporarily bearish, or, or slightly bearish. That, that's what I said on Twitter yesterday. Cautiously bullish, slightly bearish. <laughs> I know, right? But also, what does the MMFI market breadth look like? Up to 33%. Still bearish, but that hurdle that the individual stocks in the S&P 500 need to jump over is getting uh, lower and lower and lower each day. So that's good. But still bearish. And lastly, Fin Club came with a red day. Because it came with a red day, all three of these line up to say an offensive day to the downside. Now, we always start with our existing positions. Always. And we have one in uh, GE. So let's go through it real quick. Uh, Yorn says, I am not. I'm just poking my head in, taking your advice. Good, 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 good. Okay, so the first question we ask ourselves on GE is, are our profits locked in? Let's go to GE. And it's moving our way just a smidge today. We got in at 62. It's at 61.95 right now. Um, are profits locked in? We're following the five-day. Let me add that real quick. That's the gray line right here. The five-day has not crossed below our entry point yet. So the profits are not locked in. So if no, we're going to exit on the least amount of risk. And it's three potential risk points. First is a half ATR from entry, which is at 63.22. Next is a close above yesterday's high. Yesterday's high was uh, 62.11. So we're not there yet. And lastly, the back-tested trend line. Is it broken? Well, no, if we're following 5 days, it's not. So there's nothing to do with GE. Uh, if we had a planned exit point today, it would be at yesterday's high, which is at 
62-11. So there's nothing to do. We're going to let this trade roll. Now, I am going to move it down to the five-day from the half ATR. We won't have to come back to that point. Now, tomorrow, the high from today is 62.34. So that'll be our planned exit point Exit point for tomorrow, if need be, if that's, if that's the least risky position. The objective, the objective is to reduce risk every single day. That is the objective. If we make money, even better. But we don't want to lose more than we have to. So reducing risk is the objective every single day. All right, now let's move on to the next step of the strategy, which is the charts. The easiest, fastest, bestest way I've ever run charts is by using the AI chart bearish power scanner. And hopefully that'll be faster than yesterday. I know yesterday we waited for a hot minute. Okay, we got a few pulling through, cool. Not too many. Nima says, in this market, we may need to widen risk tolerance to stay more in choppy markets, less position size, more risk. I've experienced losers, which could have been a winner if sticking to it one more day. <sighs> Nima, I really appreciate you too. I really appreciate you mentioning this. The objective, like I just mentioned a minute ago, is reducing risk. What you're talking about here is adding risk. If we give it more time, if we give it more room to run, we're actually giving it more opportunity to run us over. And that's something I don't want to do. And yeah, you you nailed it on the head. We have seen some that we've taken off because of our risk management, only to see turnaround and then continue on our way. And Minervini has an amazing quote about this. He says, if you aren't feeling stupid, on a daily basis, then you aren't managing risk enough. We can play Monday morning quarterback. And I know you're you're Canadian. Uh, we, hindsight's always 2020. But on that day that we took the risk off, on the day we took the risk off, we did not know what the next day would be. Because we did not know what the next day would be. The only thing we could do is work with what we had on that day. And on that day, the risk was greater than what we want to take. The risk was too high to keep the position on. So therefore, the only thing to do is take it off. Now, granted, Nima, by all means, you can, without a doubt, follow an entry and follow an exit. But you can also decide if, it, if the exit's not right for you to keep that on a little longer. But I'm letting you know, Nima, if you do choose to let that have a little bit of extra space, you are choosing to take on more risk. And that's a risk that I don't want to take. But just know, we're making the decisions based on what we have. Sarah, we uh, to use this chat panel alive after we leave. I know that it shuts down whenever the uh, video ends. And part of, Bob, I'm glad you asked that. Bob, I know you were interested in the, the futures trading. Um, the plan with the futures trading is we're going to set up a discord. Uh, Kavan has got one set up that I'm, I'm using his to try and figure it out. Cause Discord's like more complicated than I like it to be. Uh, but my initial plan is to have a discord 
where it has the trade alerts for the futures trades rather than having to do this live. I could just shoot you out a, hey, I'm going long or hey, I'm going short kind of thing. Uh, but also it should have a chat panel like you're, like you're talking about there. That's always active. So we can always chat with each other. So for sure, I think that is uh, definitely going to be coming up real soon, Bob. So thanks for that. Okay, so we have seven charts that pulled through. Let me take a little screenshot of these, put it on my other page, and then I'm going to run into the relative strength scanner. We still have GE, still set up right now. DLR, PM, RILY, yeah, AXP, Sava, Play, and SSYS. Bob says, I appreciate some of you of the comments of the other people. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Okay, so we're only going to look at the ones that are set up for entry right now. So let me filter on these. So that is five total, including GE. Let's go back to our master list here, edit. And what we're going to do at this point is we've run the charts. Now we're going to look at the relative strength. We did that, and we found the ones that are set up on the relative strength. And now we're going to backtest each of them. Now, the objective with the backtest is to find positive expectancy and the best trend line, which is either the 5 or the 10-day in the way that we trade. All right. Uh, so let's go to DLR first. Strategy test. 10-day bearish full. And if you need the criteria for this, it's inside the 10-minute trading room at the backtesting criteria. Right there is exactly how to set it up. So negative 22% on DLR. So since it's negative 22, that's a negative expectancy. We don't want that. It's gone. We're going to look at Philip Morris. So this one does have some opportunities here. You can see that the exit signal is today uh, based on the back test. Let me remove all annotations. And the back test looks really strong on that. Let's check the five-day back test real quick. 52%. Versus the 10-day is 17%. So we like the five-day. That's definitely better. And shows a back test to go under 76.67. Philip Morris. Oh, yeah, I like that. So 90.63 is the adding point, the third adding point. Color that blue. 90.63. Third entry point. Very cool. Okay. So Philip Morris is looking really good to me. I'm going to go ahead and mark it as a five-day EMA planned exit point. Very cool. All right. So let's go to the next one, AXP, American Express. Okay. So that's a negative expectancy. So we're going to mark it red, not come back to it. Let me mark PM blue because we like it. And then SIS, S-Y-S, has a negative expectancy. So Philip Morris is the only thing where the stock and our strategy align to have a positive back test. So let's go look at this. And let's go into the next step, which is looking at liquidity. We want to see at least a million shares traded daily, which it definitely has. We're going to start with the 21 days to expiration on the uh, option chain. 250 plus open interest with at least 50 cent bid ask spread or, or smaller and then 20% or less extrinsic value. So let's go into Tastyworks. Go to PM. Let's go to the 
July 22nd expiration cycle on open interest. Nima says, not saying to do it. I'm just trying to find a better tweak strategy. I understand, dude. I understand. All right. So we're looking at Philip Morris, July 22nd. Is that the closest to 21 days? Uh, no, we could go to 29th. I, I do like this one here, the 100. That's 30 cents wide with enough liquidity. Let's all, let's go out, though, to the 29th. That's closer to 21 days. Okay, there's no liquidity there on the, in the money puts. Let's go 100 strike on the 22nd looks good. And then let's also look at the August 5th. Uh, the open interest is not there. So let's go back to July 22nd. Let's change this to extrinsic. So, oh yeah, this is going to be fine. So this is 67 on the extrinsic value divided by 540 is only 12%. So that one looks good too. I don't have a reason not to take this trade. It's set up here. Okay. So I was, I was running Victor through this this morning. Because the market is bearish, we're looking to go short. Because Philip Morris's stock on the charts is bearish, I'm looking to go short. Because the relative strength on Philip Morris, delete the others, is at 59% and it's decreased by 35% in the last week, I'm looking to go bearish. Lastly, the back test shows a very, very strong, because the back test has a very strong return, I'm looking to be bearish. And because the liquidity is there, I'm looking to be bearish. I started all those those uh, sentences with because to give you the reasoning behind why we're choosing Philip Morris. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to enter the trade. I'll give you all the details. I'm going to say we're getting filled around 95.35. That way I don't forget. Okay. So Philip Morris, July 22nd, 100 puts. Let me go on my other screen and my business account and set it up here. Philip Morris, July 22nd, 100 puts. And let's see where we can get filled. July 22nd, 100 puts. I was filled at 540. Okay. Let me know what you guys get. Uh, Philip Morris, PM, July 22nd, 100 puts for 540. Now, I know earnings is going to happen before this date, and that's fine. We have a strategy for how we're going to deal with earnings if we're holding it into that point. Philip Morris, July 22nd, 100 puts for 540. I'll tell you, this is a decently cheap option on a $100 stock. We've seen options more expensive than that on the stocks that are way more expensive than that. Philip Morris, July 22nd, 100 puts for 540. That's where I got filled. Give you guys just another second here. Philip Morris, July 22nd, 100 puts for 540. Donna's 540. Ernie, every day. You rock, dude. Every day. Ernie, that's so interesting too, because this only moves in five cent increments. So you're you're doing really good. Way to go, guys. Okay. Last call. Philip Morris, July 22nd, 100 puts for 540. So we're keeping GE. We're getting into Philip Morris. 
And we're moving on in five, four, three, two. Oh, Sebastian got it. Five forty. Sweet. Okay. Moving into our final thoughts. As you guys know, the final thoughts that we do every single day is all around trading psychology. Oh, hang on. Oh, Mitch just invited me. I'll show you guys. This is totally spur of the moment. Mitch just invited me on to Benzinga here in a minute. Cool. Uh, when we get done, I'll jump in over with him. As you guys know, uh, we every single day do trading psychology because it's so important. It's so important. Hang on. I'm trying to get the one pulled up here. All right. You're going to like this one. So this is Knobs Trades. I'm trying to zoom in just a little bit. By Editor Rudes. Okay. Give you guys just a little background story. I was trying to repurpose our final thoughts into putting them onto TikTok because I like TikTok, but I want to make it easier on me. So Rudes is our editor and she's like, uh, Chris, whenever you put yourself tiny in the corner like this and you do your final thoughts, I can't use that video footage. It's too tiny. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay. I'm going to try and do it this size from now on. That's why I was trying to use that more today. Okay. Knobs Trades says, all the people who want to be successful traders, all these people want to be successful traders, yet almost none of them want to get off their backside and test their setups or their systems, which we do every single day. Are you kidding me? No wonder you have no confidence. No wonder you have FOMO. No wonder you have impulsiveness. No wonder you have indecision. Because other people are not testing their setups. We 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 basically uh, validate our setup on a daily basis by doing the back tests. So yeah, this is a great account to follow. And that's why we do it. So that I can put on these trades in confidence and you can have the confidence as well when you're putting these trades on. Ernie says, E-Trade special. <laughs> yee yee. I love it. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Let me get the link for the Benzinga stream real quick. And uh, I'm going to go jump on there. I'm literally going to turn this off. I'm going to jump over onto Benzinga. And you guys can hang with me if you want. Um, I just want the Benzinga channel. And okay, this is live right now. Copy link. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to go jump over there real quick. Uh, we put on a trade in Philip Morris today, and we are keeping GE. So very cool. Makes it easy, right? Thank you guys so much for coming to today's trading room. Hope to see you over on Benzinga here in just a minute. Talk soon. See y'all uh, tomorrow. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.